From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Radio Hour as we launch our 24th year on the air. Oh, so, my. So we're, and uh, one of the people responsible for this is joining us in person, Bishop Jaime Soto. Bishop? Uh, Bob, good to see you. Good, and uh, uh, Merry Christmas to all. Yes. Uh, and uh, we're just on the, just a... Getting into those very uh, busy, uh, frenetic, but hopefully uh, uh, holy days yes, for all of us. Indeed, we... you know, I, I I knew my my kids were on the right track here because one of them came home from a, a Newman gathering, and it was the first Sunday of Advent, and she says, "What." Christmas is on a Sunday, so when does the when is the the when are the four uh, you know Sundays of Advent? Is Christmas one of them or is it not? So uh. I knew they were on the right track. They were thinking about that instead of uh, something else. <laughs> They're try, trying to calculate it. They were all calculating out. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're moving up on yeah. uh, the I, and, if, and and maybe even at that age, uh, Bob. They're still thinking, how many days do I have to be good? I know. <laughs> they are. You, you've got that right. <laughs> Santa is watching. Yeah, that's those. right. Santa's watching. So yeah. how many more days do I have to be good? <laughs> that's, is, that's that, is it because it's on a Sunday? Is that seven more days I've yeah. got to be, you know, extra good? <laughs> I thought I was. I thought once the fourth Sunday of Advent passed, I could go back <laughs> yeah, to yeah, my yeah. evil ways. <laughs> no. uh, what, what was it? Gonna gonna watch yeah, gonna find out who's naughty and yeah, nice. That's right, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better be good, you better be nice. Uh, oh yeah, that's great stuff. Well, Bishop, uh it, it a special time of the year, obviously. Oh yeah. No, it's uh, uh the there's uh, yeah, you know, it's um it's it's one of those kind of odd uh and um um good times, uh but given the culture that we live in uh, it's one of those kind of odd times that uh, where the, the the culture actually kind of begins to overlap with our own kind of religious sentiments, and right. so uh, you know, I mean, the, the music that we hear right. when uh, you know when people are out shopping, or you know, I'm I'm listening to the radio, and there's a lot more. Um, uh, you know, I listen to the classic music station, and and uh, and there's just a lot more. Uh, Christmas selections sure. and, and many of those selections are religious, right? And um, so there is there's that uh, um, so sentiments and expressions that are uh, perhaps not uh, often on the minds of people mm -hmm. uh, come easily to people's lips and, yeah. and to thoughts because because it's Christmas and yeah. so it's it's one of those uh, occasions where we can see. What can happen when uh, when the faith does influence the culture, yeah. and uh, in in a positive way, and at the the obviously the reverse side of that is that um, that those of us who are believers, uh, um, we have to guard against uh, letting the um, uh, a lot of the how should I say kind of consumerist mm -hmm. culture uh, of the season. Uh, take over, right. you know how we how we um, walk how we walk through these days. Well, you know the thing that I've I've learned though is in talking to uh, loaves and fishes and uh, Sacramento Food Bank and St. Vincent de Paul and uh, a million other places, uh, Bishop Gallegos Maternity Home, their donations go way up at this oh, time right. of year. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know huh. you know that, and that's one that's a wonderful part of this. Uh, that that giving spirit, uh, but I know we our family went to the Sacramento Choral Society and Orchestra's Home for the Holidays, their Christmas concert. Oh, and you know you're you're listening to Silent Night and Away in a Manger and Hark the Herald Angels Sing and then Jingle Bells. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> you know it's. But they don't they don't shy away from the. They're not a religious organization, but they don't shy away from. The baby Jesus, or, oh, or, right. or no, any of that, you know, which was no, I mean, really again, refreshing. The, the uh, uh, you know, the uh, particularly in those kinds of uh, concerts or uh, music celebrations, uh, there's just um, 
some of the more favorite songs, right. you know, are going to tell the story. Absolutely. I so, mean, oh, oh, Holy Night brought the house down. Yeah, yeah. You know, with, a, with a soloist, you know. Yeah, wow. Sound like an opera singer. Yeah, you know? that's great. Yeah. So. That's great. Well, that, you know, and so I, in some sense, I mean, that is something to uh, uh, to celebrate, but it also that I think it becomes, uh, um, particularly in, in our own uh, domestic situations, you know, how uh, our, our homes and uh, how, how can we... Um, build on that and yeah. and take advantage of that and uh, you know and obviously one of those ways is the the the, the advent wreath and to yeah. try to have that and I right. and I would you know uh, obviously you know the other um, uh, dominant thing is the uh, uh, is the the nativity scene right you know and and uh, um, and I actually I mean uh, a lot of families have their own kinds of um, you know, customs or traditions right. around that. And, and so those are, uh, and again, it's, um, uh, it seems, uh, how should I say, uh, uh, very, um, can't seem kind of trite or, mm -hmm. uh, um, a, a very, not, not that significant, but, you know, uh, uh, the kinds of attention or, uh, you know, where we choose to place that or, or, uh, or, you know, I, I, I think it just depends on every family and and, and how yeah. they can um, uh, use that as an as an occasion right. to, um, you know, bring the family together for prayer or um, or or uh, make uh, particularly younger children or even older children curious, yeah. you know, about you know what's this all about. Well, we've we've always had the you know the manger scene, you know it's. A, Bigger than a bread box, but, you know, <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, with the, the Joseph and Mary and baby Jesus in the manger and, and, and the sheep and the camels and all that. And when the kids were little, you know, I, we, I go to bed at night and I'd see them, there, you know, everybody's asleep and everything's perfect on the manger get up in the morning and a baby Jesus would always be missing. <laughs> first kid up, it was something about baby Jesus. I'd look all over. Finally, we'd find it. We always found it, but it was like there was this fascination with the baby oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, I uh, um, you know, very often now, um, just a few days ago, uh, we, we had our Little Guadalupe, which is right. another huge celebration. But already, um, you know, obviously, People were bringing uh, images or Le Guadalupe mm -hmm. or, or other images of the Blessed Virgin Mother or, or of, of, of Jesus. But one common, um, uh, um, one, one, one common uh, gift that people brought was um, they would they was they're starting to bring their infant Jesuses forward mm -hmm. and asking me to to bless them. Mm -hmm. You can see that they're getting ready for. Actually, it was kind of um, cute. Uh, one woman, she had obviously she had baby jesus uh and, you know in already in already in the crib but because it was the feast of our later guadalupe she had the child jesus dressed as juan diego oh wow <laughs> so, so the, the child the baby jesus was wearing uh you know kind of the, you know the indian uh right. you know uh, indigenous uh attire of typical mexico Did you have a and, and, and a tilma oh, wow. of our Le guadalupe so i thought it was kind of cute yeah and, never, uh, i don't think i've ever seen that before <laughs> and so uh, a little bit out of sequence but in any case yeah. still very charming yeah absolutely so is this a particularly busy time of year for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, I'll say it's a, it's a t busy time of year for me, but I, I think also, you know, for my my brother priest, um, it yeah. is it's a it's a, a very demands. yeah. There's a lot going on, which is good. I mean, I you know, sure. and I you know, I I think um, um, having I, many of us still remember what it was like during COVID and how difficult oh, that yeah. was. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, now the busyness doesn't look so bad. Yeah. And, yeah, and, you'd uh, like it. and um, yeah. you know, just to be able to gather and, um, I, I know many of the priests are busy with, uh, penance services. Sure. If, if not, if not, um, maybe in some cases uh, every night. And, right. uh, um, and then, um, our Le Guadalupe was, um, for, you know, parishes that have a Hispanic community. I mean, that can that just becomes um, yeah. uh, all consuming. Usually, usually the nine days leading up to Our Lady Guadalupe, and then um, you know many parish again many parishes with Hispanic communities, and uh, will get uh, start the posadas in just a few days, mm -hmm. and um, 
and then many parishes with large Filipino communities are going to start the um, uh, Simbanga Bees. Now, I'm doing a, a few posadas uh, ceremonies, and uh, but then I'm 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 I have a quite a uh, a number of engagements for Simbanga Bee masses. Um, the Filipino community. Uh, uh, they, they this this comes as a tr- uh, Christmas tradition from the Philippines, uh, and they were early morning masses. Right. It was kind of like hush, you know, like nine days of mañanitas masses, mm-hmm. you know, at, at at sunrise or before sunrise because of the the the, the people had to work in the fields. Right, yeah. right, you know, and so um, and you know, very prominent. Um, but nowadays, you go to the Philippines, and there's. Uh, you know, uh, Christmas Christmas tree, pine trees, and everything, uh-huh. which are not really necessarily <laughs> typical. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, except in certain parts. But right. you know, there's not. But you see them everywhere. Uh, but the more I think, the more uh, typical um, Christmas uh, devotion and um, how should I say ornament. Um, for in the Filipino culture is what they call the parol, right. which is a, a, a big star, right. you know, and and of course now with and they they, they process in with it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So so and that's usually what uh, in many of the uh, simbangami masses are going to process in with the parol or right. have the parol very you know displayed. Mm-hmm. And of course nowadays with technology, you know, it's going to have lights and it's going to and it's going to blink and flash right. and swirl and right and. and <laughs> Uh, so it's uh, it's it's quite something. And it's, it's actually a, a novena that. of masses. Is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so they, usually for sixteenth to twenty or fifteenth to the twenty third. Yeah, something I like think that. yeah. They, yeah. Uh, um, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure. There's any really strict you right. know rules as to when it's supposed to start. But most of the time, there's they start around the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so yeah, pretty soon I'm gonna start those those masses. And and, they're fun. They're fun occasions. And we have a fairly large Filipino community. In, we do. In, in the we do. Of Sacramento. Yeah, I. You know, I. I'm not sure. <clears throat> you know how rates with regards to. Probably in terms of total numbers, uh, we don't uh, get close to what the numbers are in the Bay. In area. the Bay Area, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I. I would say, you know, uh, proportionately, that they're, um, you know, that they, they're. Probably one of the more significant communities um, after after the Hispanic community in terms of the, Filipino. The pres- yeah, yeah, Filipino. I, yeah. I guess. And this Simbang Bay goes back what to fifteen, sixteen hundred, something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it goes back to you know the early missionaries. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah. it. Um, and I, I I'm just fascinated by and it, you know it's the uh, particularly because uh, this year. Um, you know, most of the readings uh, are 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 coming from Matthew, and you know Matthew will be kind of the uh, the highlight mm-hmm. um, uh, d- during the Christmas season, uh, which is uh, where the star is actually has the right. star is is, sure. is very prominent, and right. and of course that and that's especially prominent as we get close to the feast of the Epiphany, right. and um, but in any case that that um, that the, the star. You know, became like the 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 uh, um, kind of primary and and more uh, how should I say a traditional or indigenous uh, you know Christmas symbol uh, in in um, in the Philippines. Wow, and and after mass. The food. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> lumpia. Yeah. yeah, so oh. yeah, I uh, you know my. Uh, you know, my, my doctor was telling me recently to I need to lose a few pounds, and I said, "But I, I'm sorry, I said, doctors are know, paid to do that." Yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've heard that yeah. since I was a kid. Uh, yeah, but you know the uh, uh, you know try, try, trying to exercise any control in during the month of December is a little impossible. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, so that's so. why you just that's why we have New Year's resolutions. So put it off till January. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, that's it's going to be a. a a great occasion, and 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 it's uh it's wonderful to see the community come together for that. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Bishop, uh, you have a 
uh, a wonderful piece, your, your, your normal column in the Catholic Herald, right. uh, which is uh, about to come out. Uh, it's gone to press. It probably hasn't arrived at mailboxes yet. About cell phones, technology, uh, all, you know, tablets, all everything that's at our, that, as you describe it, almost an extension of our bodies now. Yeah, yeah. And I've been to three or four events at the high school, at the memorial out of during Christmas, and the very first thing you're told is, "Please silence your devices." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. like it is part of your body. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you make some some really salient points about about we just think we've got the world that we're in control. Yeah, yeah. Well, know? that's that's uh, um, you know, I uh, I think that one of the um, uh, you know, um. Well, but let me start by saying that that I that uh, science and technology has has have, has uh, brought some wonderful things to us. You know, I mean, and, and I mean, it's hard for any of us to imagine uh, our lives uh, without the technology that's available to us. Yeah. And um, and and uh, you know, I started off that article uh, talking about. Um, you know, and being being in the classroom at St. Polycarp yeah. in, in middle school, and uh, and being able to and having a television brought into the classroom, yeah. they, would, they would wheel it in. Oh on, yeah, and it was yeah. Huge. of course it was huge yeah. and yeah. unwieldy, and yeah. and uh, and that and that and there we were, we were able to watch. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd watch the, you know, the, the Apollo sure. spaceships taking off and then, sure. you know, when the moon landing and some of those first shots came in, I mean, my goodness, I mean, it just was, it was unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and there we were, I mean, we just were, uh, with our, our eyes and our mouths wide open, just watching yeah. stuff that, that human, that, you know, human beings we'd never seen before, yeah. you know, and, and, and so that, it, and all that was made possible by technology. And I, um, but you know now, and I guess you know part of the uh, article is that uh, technology actually, in many ways, not it just doesn't only allow us to see the world better, uh, whether it's the you know the the space or 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 even you know the the tiny little cells or yeah. uh, uh, of, of our body or or um, that, but actually technology has actually become our world you know and that that it it actually shapes how we how how we see the world and and uh and that that sometimes that that um that can lead to the temptation as i said that uh we um you know uh we begin to think that um that uh, you know the world is the world is how how i see it and um and that I can control it and manipulate it, and uh, yeah. and uh, and and we're seeing that, you know, in so many ways, and 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 the fact that in many, I think, um, particularly social media, but other aspects of technology, that that we see how we're manipulated by the technology, mm-hmm. and uh, and that that, uh, and I and I and that there has to be, I I, I believe, a, a kind of a, a, a healthy. Um, critical uh, distance that right. we keep from technology, and and in some sense that um, cannot ha- that that won't happen uh, un- unless we maintain um, some kind of religious perspective mm-hmm. that helps us to um, see see beyond ourselves and even beyond the world as we see it to something that's greater than we are, yeah. and uh, and that that is. Um, uh, but the illusion, the illusion of science, I, I don't think, I, and I, I'm not saying science is bad, but the, but sometimes the, the illusion can be created, um, and, and, and also the illusion or the, the, somewhat of the lie of technology is that somehow we can, that we can know everything, mm-hmm. And that, and if we don't know everything now, that eventually, by science, we will know everything. Yeah. And and that that, when you, uh, when you consider that, or, or the, what the the arrogance that is, um, underlies that notion of that somehow uh, that. Uh, that our small minds mm-hmm. could grasp yeah. the co- the vast complexity of this universe, uh, or, or even 
even the vast complexity of of our uh, of of ourselves, right. you know, of our of, of our bodies and our minds, that that that's it's there's a certain uh, naive arrogance mm-hmm. about that, yeah. and and that uh, and that we would you know, but then we live in a world today where that that people are acting on that arrogance and and um, and see themselves as the masters of the universe yeah. and I, I mean i you know again i don't I, I won't even begin to fathom um you know how cryptocurrency works no i, I you know that, yeah you know and and uh, makes no sense but, to me you know the uh you know and and i and so i'm only using it as a, a, a you know uh uh, as a, as kind of a superficial metaphor, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, that whole th- you know that that thing came you know with the arrogance that was exactly. how that per- was pervasive in that, and that it 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 quickly well it it, it, it I don't know if it came all crashing down, but I a mean, lot it's, of it has a lot of it has, yeah. and that and it's just that and and um, I was reading some articles that you know there are obviously there are those that hope that somehow there something will remain and that there is some some could be some benefit in that and I I don't even try to understand yeah. it but that that this was not brought down by so much the technology as the yes, arrogance, as the arrogance. that somehow right. you know we could control this and uh, yeah. um, and so I I I think that there is um, uh, there's a uh, there's a, a healthy disposition uh that comes with um you know religiosity mm-hmm. that um gives us that humility that sees you know that 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 reality is is way bigger than, way than, bigger than, than we are than we are yeah. or that we could ever know yeah. and um i remember reading something recently and i you know i don't i hope i'm not will will be you know, confusing people here, but I mean, I, I was uh, reading someone's ref- a theologian's reflection about heaven, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and of course, the idea that we will see God as He is, and and he and but the 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 theologian made the point. This is now, but remember that even in heaven, God will still be more than we could ever uh-huh. imagine. Yeah, yeah. will ever imagine that that. The the idea that somehow we're gonna, you know, we're gonna know God perfectly, perfectly. Yeah. It's just not, it's not that he's no, because he's just going to be more right. than we could ever imagine. Yeah, you know, it, and the, and that that and substance that makes heaven even more enticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but also but also helps us keep a perspective yeah. that we're always going to be. We're always going to be his creatures, and we'll you know? always be in awe. I would think. always be in awe at his um, his awesome mercy. Yeah, you know the the more and and the 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 Webb telescope, all of that. It's it's almost terrifying sometimes. They 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 said we're going to take you back almost to the beginning of time. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and and the more we discover, yeah, the more. I become convinced scientifically that the only explanation for all of this is yeah. creation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, creation is the is the best scientific explanation for what's going on. Yeah, yeah. you know, because uh, and a creator and a creator, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that uh, that makes perfect sense to me. The rest of it is wow. It's like it's. I mean, it's it's really amazing how many stars and planets and and it makes you wonder yeah about the mind of god what what's what's god thinking here why why do you do this you know and um just the latest uh you know you go to the nasa website and you look at what the web uh telescope i'm I'm not sure that's the right term for it but whatever the the web thing that's right yeah is is um and the pictures that that is sending and you just realize that there is a, a vast universe out there with galaxies that you know dwarf our own yeah, galaxy, yeah, and yeah. and 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 things going on that are just beyond amazement. Yeah, yeah. You know? and 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 all of that, and yet, and 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 yet, God, you know, it uh, it knows uh, every hair on our uh, head. I know. And, and that, so you you 
and and how why would you want to how should I say um, uh, uh, you know know that in a scientific way um, and 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 or be content with that alone yeah and and, and not be caught up in just the um, you know just the the transcendent uh, beauty and and grace that God yeah. that uh, you know I, I mean as uh, the, 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 that um, great uh, you know the, the 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 world is filled with the grandeur of God yeah well I I'm pleased that as they find uh, you're talking about cells and things the smaller the, the smaller the smaller the smaller that the final one they're looking for is the God particle yeah that's yeah. right yeah so yeah at least they've got the name right <laughs> Yeah, that was supposed to be the the boson, the boson, boson, yeah, uh, Higgs boson or yeah, something, yeah, something like that. Like that. Yeah. And, and uh, but yeah. uh, they said no, no, we're no, not there's there another yet. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I think when I was growing up, we thought uh, like the the single cell was that was that was it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and you know the interesting thing too is as especially in outer space, they don't just discover new things that add to knowledge; they f- they discover things that contradict what we thought was true right right you know yeah so it's just, the, the moon really isn't made out of cheese <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but that all you know uh that all kind of brings us uh you know back to um you know the, the i mean again the the vastness of who god is and that you know in, in many ways i mean that was particularly the old testament i mean that that you know they uh that's why the the Jewish people, um, you know, could could not create an image of God because right. just that, that just can't be. You know, right. God is just going to be more than we could imagine. And so, um, you know, there was such a there was a, a, a mysterious awe uh, awe of of who, of who God was, and that that uh, into this into th- into that whole religious reality that the. Uh, the the unspeakable, invisible God would uh, would take on human nature. Yeah, is uh, is you know, uh, how, I mean, uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. And and, and uh, I mean, in one sense, and um, one one could say, you know, who, who could blame them for doubting that? Because it yeah. just seemed, how, how could this be? Yeah. And, yet, and yet, I mean. Uh, Mary and Joseph had that had that faith that here in their very simple humble circumstances, uh, difficult as they were, and uh, and and to be um, kind of on on the outskirts of of Bethlehem, and that that um, um, that that they uh, would uh, would receive you know the gift of yeah. of, of of God. Uh, the, the word of God made flesh, and, and you know, and, when, and they and they named him Jesus, and they named him Jesus. And you know, they, when you think about the Christmas story, it resonates. It resonates with two-year-olds, and it resonates with hundred-year-olds. You know, mm-hmm. it just that story is, and it's lasted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's survived the test of time, and it and and it's uh, and it's. And it's incomprehensible. And I mean, it's incomprehensible. It's, uh, incomprehensible. I mean, yeah. I, and what <laughs> what the church teaches, which you know is is it, it only uh, only confounds us the more. The more. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. And and uh, because it's not meant to be quote you know fully understood, right. but it's meant to be reverenced and adored. You know, it's like the, the Eucharist. Yeah. This is the body and blood of someone who lived. 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Scientifically, people go, well, that, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't make that up. Jesus spoke those words. Yeah. Uh, we, don't, we don't need to know the why. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fact. Yeah. He, he spoke those words, so they're true. Well, uh, you know, I, uh, but that's why, I mean, I, uh, again, and I, uh, the, the, I hope everyone has a nativity scene in their, in their yes. home, and I, and I, I know that, you know, uh, most, if not all, our churches will have, uh, will have the you know spectacular nativity right. scenes right. that will you know wow the kids and, um, but that you know for us that um, the nativity scene 
is is the Eucharist. I mean that 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 is Absolutely. you know that that uh, you know on, on Christmas Day, which I you know I I encourage everyone to uh, to attend Christmas Mass. Um, that uh, on Christmas Day, that 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 when we're there um, at the altar, and and that and the the Lord Jesus is present to us in um, in the bread and the wine that becomes His body and blood. That we are as close and as intimate to um, to the Christmas story as as Mary and Joseph, and yeah. and that that and that 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 communion that uh, they had as a family in, in those uh, you know difficult moments in Bethlehem, that that um, that we have that we we enter into a, a communion that is. Uh, is as profound or even more profound, uh, you know, through um, uh, to receiving uh, the Lord Jesus in, in the Eucharist. So well put. Uh, Bishop, uh, do you get any sleep between Christmas Eve, midnight mass, and, and <laughs> oh, Christmas I'll, morning I'll, mass? I get, I get naps. You get naps. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I just, I can't even imagine your schedule during, during that Oh, time. you know, I, I mean, I think, uh, um, you know, I mean, People have asked me about that, but I mean it's a it's a it's a good busyness. I mean, yeah, I sure. thank, thank God that we're we're able to do these things, and and uh, and it's a it's a yeah, it's a joy. Bishop, I know I speak for all our listeners, and uh, uh, that our prayers go with you, and our our wishes for a happy and merry and holy Christmas. Oh, um, and um, the same my my uh, sincere wishes and prayers for. Uh, uh, all the, uh, the the faithful and clergy and religious of the Diocese of Sacramento that this is, uh, um, uh, and that, um, uh, you know, again, that what we celebrate is is not it's not the past, uh, but it's it's a uh, it's very much the present, yeah. and um, and that we uh, we you know we um, uh, we get to be drawn into the mystery of the Lord Jesus as those first shepherds or the magi were drawn to the Lord. And, uh, and I, and, and, uh, I hope that, um, our experience in these, in these days of Christmas will, um, bring an abundance of the Lord's mercy and peace, uh, to everyone's heart and everyone's home. Bishop, thanks so much. Always good to see you. Thanks so much for your time. We'll uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at the thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Heights. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and long-standing support of the Bishop's Hour. 
This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in health care, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, You can give them a call, 916-851-2700. That's 916-851-2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of of Mercy Ministry or ministries that you choose. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, They continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures throughout the year. They're they're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley & Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap to get you where you want to go. You can uh, contact them, get all the details at Crumley & Associates, 7956 California Avenue in Fair Oaks. They're at 916-638-4600. That's 916-638-4600. Four six zero zero, and we uh, are, are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, long-standing support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. Uh, this is Bishop William K. Wiegand, the Bishop Emeritus of Sacramento, and you're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Denning. Thank you, Bishop Wiegand, for that wonderful introduction, for all you have done and continue to do here in the Diocese of Sacramento. You are truly a treasure to all of us. We are pleased to welcome in Moises Roberto de Leon, who is the Associate Director of Family and Respect Life Ministry here for the Diocese of Sacramento. You managed to fit that all on a business card. Yes. This, this, it, it was possible. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need my glasses to read it, but <laughs> how are you? I'm doing great, Bob. Family all set for, uh, everybody says, are you all ready for Christmas? And I said, we haven't, we're not ready for Halloween yet. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we actually are. Uh, plants are all set uh, to be with the family. Um, Did you grow up in this area? No, I grew up in the Bay Area. Okay. So we're going to head out to the Bay Area, and then uh, by New Year's, we're going to head up to Reno. Oh, very good. Uh, my in-laws have some uh, property up there, and they usually go once in a while to check on it and make sure everything's fine. Right, right. I love I love the mountains, and the, uh, of course, Reno's on the other side of the mountains. I, I yes. love the mountains, and then the transition into the desert, mm-hmm. you know. Which is caused by the mountains because it's blocking all those storms from getting over the hill. But uh, well, good. That's great. That's great. So, what's on your plate? You got you got a lot going on. I, I got plenty. Got a flyer in for World Marriage Day, which is always a great celebration here in the Diocese of Sacramento. But it's a is it's a worldwide event. It is, uh, and usually that's one of the things that uh, we we try not to conflict too much for for valentine's day but in this case it's pretty close uh, it's on saturday February 11th and it's it's a great time to just to recognize and honor our uh, couples who have been married for either five ten years i know we have a, a few couples who are in their uh, 40s and 50s already uh, wow. which is great honor 50 years married married yeah wow uh which it's a great privilege uh it's a great honor to, to have those couples and and for them to continue saying yes to to that uh sacramental life yeah isn't that wonderful which i'm, I'm hoping we, eventually we get there but um world marriage day will uh, be at uh, good shepherd catholic you know the thing that i really like about the diocese of sacramento whether it's world marriage day 
whether it's uh, the vocation, the annual vocations dinner, um, um, just a number of different events, how they move it around from parish to parish. Mm-hmm. We don't just always have it here. You know, it, it, they move it around. Oh yes, and it's 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 nice to it's nice to see the the different parishes and meet the different clergy, meet the different parishioners, and and hear about the ministries of all these different parishes. And and that's one of the things that um, um, we're so excited that uh, parishes are willing to sign up for the following year already. Mm-hmm. So uh, the fact that we're planning ahead almost a year in advance, or even two sometimes, because parishes want to host the event uh, for the following year already. Right. Uh, so it's always great to have that. Uh, from the parishes uh, side as well, because it it makes it easier uh, for the planning from my side uh, mm-hmm. from the office, uh, but also it allows, uh, like I said, just a different perspective and organization from the parishes to actually help out. Yeah. Um, and Good Shepherd was willing to do it. Um, they have a good facility, good pastor, um, and I'm 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 happy to see how many couples actually come to to this one now that it's. Our second year, maybe yeah. after the pandemic, so we're yeah. we're hoping to have at least at least 150 couples. Oh, present. very good. Well, you know, it, it's interesting. I've, I've I've been at a number of events at uh, Good Shepherd and Elk Grove, and it it is this beautiful parish and and really nice facilities. Mm-hmm. It's probably the only parish in the world that's located on a racket court. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm always amused by it. There's a, uh, there's a big swim and tennis club right there, mm-hmm. right right next door to the. Uh, he, sometimes, sometimes during mass, you can hear people swatting tennis balls. Yes, <laughs> which provides us enough parking space for the. Well, it does, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're they're good neighbors. They're very good neighbors, but uh, yeah, it's a wonder, wonderful parish again, it, and it's a Saturday. Uh, Holy Mass begins at nine thirty a.m. with Bishop Soto. Um, again, 9539 Racket Court in Elk Grove. And they really want, uh, they, they'll give you a, a certificate, you get mm-hmm. a chance to uh, have your picture taken with the bishop. And they really want, uh, you know, if you've got milestone anniversaries, I, I had mm-hmm. one couple say to me one year, hey, a year is a milestone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's amazing I, I, I mean, I can, I can think of myself, and, you know, there, there was a time in my life where I, it, not that I was, I always wanted to get married and have kids, but it was like, I, I had trouble imagining what it would be like, hmm. you know, and, and now I, I can't imagine not being married. Interesting. You know, just like, wow, it's just... Yeah being able to share your life with someone that's that's one of the things that um i'm not sure who i was talking to recently but there's always that tendency uh either in a secular world where one of the spouses goes out either visiting family or on a trip and most of the conversation or comments that i've heard in in social media or even in france it's like oh it's you're 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 free. You're, you have a free weekend. You have a free weekend. Yeah. And and reality, I, I kind of feel when we're married, it's it's the contrary. You're 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 missing that person for that time, yeah. even though if it's just one night or two nights, uh, it's not that feeling of freedom that oh, people oh, I, people I, talk about. I I remember uh, um, a few years ago, uh, the, the the Catholic Channel, which is a national. Uh, channel on Sirius uh, satellite radio, they called me and they they asked if I could uh, come back to New York and help them cover uh, Pope Pope Francis's visit to New York and Philadelphia, mm. and uh, be on the radio. They, yeah. they they knew I w- was a radio guy and and Catholic and and they they were they just needed a lot of bodies because <laughs> they were going to do twenty four hour coverage oh, in wow. both New York and Philadelphia. And I said, sure, I'll I'll come, and and you know. My wife and and our four kids were yeah, they were probably seven eight nine and ten or something like that at the time, and they're all oh, have a great time in New York and Philadelphia, Dad. And it's like my heart ached because I wanted them all on that airplane with mm-hmm. me. You know, it was like oh, this is a great opportunity, and and this would be wonderful to to be broadcasting about the pope and how how close am i going to get to the pope and and all that and just to see the faithful and the whole everything surrounding it and and all the media people that would be there Mm -hmm. you know and and it was a great thing as a catholic but leaving my family here 
it was you know that hotel room's lonely. Yes, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not that you're lonely. It's that you're missing sharing these things with your family. Yeah, you know, like and and I think that's when you get married. That's the switch that uh, most people don't understand. Uh, sacramentally, it, it's just I don't know. You're so used to sharing mm-hmm. that. Uh, the world doesn't see that as as a as a sharing possibility or or opportunity. Yeah, it's a, a loss of freedom. Yeah, yeah. It, this, it, you know, my uh, every, the uh, the show Cheers, which is no longer on, but you know Ted Danson, and, and it was a, such a popular show. And I remember there was this conversation. He had this, I guess, sort of on again, off again relationship with a woman that worked at the bar or something. And any, anyway. Uh, cheers for this those don't know was around a bar in boston and 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 he his friends were saying you got you gotta marry her you know i mean she's she's wonderful and she's perfect for you and and he said why do i want to get married he said right now i can have donuts for dinner you know (laughs) and so anytime where like like uh, couple of weekends ago my my wife uh said a, sort of a, a reunion with her sisters it was my, and one of them it was a birthday and and so she she was going to be out of town for a couple of days and that's our that's our standard joke you know she'll go out and she'll say say enjoy your donuts for dinner you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to call the donut place and make sure to put in a big order for you but 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 there is that that it's that that sense you know we can laugh about it but with a lot of people it is. I don't know if I want to be hitched. Mm-hmm. You know, hitched is is the wrong word. You're not hitched. And, and that's one of the beauties about uh, the sacrament of marriage. It's it's understanding. It, it's it's a mystery that one might not understand until you get married. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, even though you try to imagine how, um, as much as possible in our human capacity, but at the end, it, it comes down to that yes, and slowly things transform yeah and and, you know the the thing that you and i both know um you got to put god into that marriage Mm -hmm. you know you just do that's that's the key without him actually you gotta put god into everything (laughs) (laughs) but it's one of those sacraments that uh i don't know um even though god is it's always supposed to be in the center of everything but in that day of, of, of renewing your vows, even when you're uh, doing it for the first time, uh, it's between the husband and the wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that in that sense, having God just be a witness, I think it's one of the beauties of that sacrament is the right. fact that God's witness and then he walks with you right. after that. Right. Um, that you won't get, I mean, I don't think you physically get that in, in other sacraments. You know, it's interesting. It's the only sacrament we have that is also a, a, a civil right mm-hmm. as, as well. I mean, I write R-I-T-E, right? Um, people get married in front of a justice of the peace. They get married in front of their next-door neighbor yeah. who got some kind of a license, you know. Um, and And even, you know, getting married in Catholic Church, you get a marriage license mm-hmm. and, and, and do all that. Um, I mean, we don't have a, a communion where you have to get a license to go to Holy Communion or, or uh, you know, the Holy Orders or confession or, or confirmation or, 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 either. Confirmation yeah. or <laughs> baptism. The, the state doesn't have a baptism. It doesn't have confirmation. It doesn't. But this is it's kind of interesting that, that, that something that the state has a hand in marriage we also have as a sacrament. Mm-hmm. The beauty of it. Indeed. So how do people uh, get a hold of you? So to, uh, you, you want, you want, uh, we, and, and we, you know, we, we you know, it's a little early, but uh, we want people to circle that date so that yes. they don't tap their forehead and say, oh, darn, I wish I'd known ahead of time. And we're, we're trying to have people actually register on time because if they do have those milestones in order for us to have those certificates ready for that day. You're going to do them all by hand, I understand, Moses. Uh, we will try, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. For sure, Bishop's going to get tired after the 10th certificate of signing. <laughs> um, so we're trying to have everyone register on our website, which is www.scd.org slash WMD, uh, and usually we'll ask questions 
uh, how many years uh, the, the couple's been married and which milestone they hit um, so far. That way we could add that in the certificate. And we tried to have the couples actually uh, use their full name in order for it to be uh, whatever name they're going to place on it, it's what's going to go on the certificate as well. Very good. Very good. And again, um, and you can contact uh, Moises at 916-733-0133. Yeah. Uh, Moises, you brought something else with us. Uh, uh, what a... Wish, I wish we had a camera here. Uh, what a beautiful poster that is. With it is. Wow. And parishes are going to have, uh, we've, we mailed out uh, larger posters to as well. Uh, but our our other major event that's happening in, uh, starting in January would be the pro-life Eucharistic uh, Adoration Novena. Mm-hmm. We call it uh, PLEA. Um, and it's we're trying to get nine parishes uh, to host uh, each host one day. One day it mm-hmm. could be between twenty four hours, twelve hours, or um, and anything in between. Uh, just host one day of the novena. Uh, this has a, it's twofold. One is first of all to pray for pro life, uh, especially the passing of prop, uh, proposition number uh, proposition one. Uh, we still want to accompany moms in need in the process. Mm-hmm. But as we're moving forward also with the Eucharistic revival, uh, we want to have some that, uh, f- intentional focus on the Eucharist and the presence of Jesus being there as well. So parishes would be re- those parishes that would be hosting it will be receiving a uh, the novena mm-hmm. for the pro-life side and also little booklets that will focus on the Eucharistic presence of Jesus and uh in uh, in in the tabernacle and in, in the Eucharist and uh, so it's it's the little booklets usually thirty days but well, because of the novena we we're gonna allow people the flexibility to choose nine days out of those thirty days and the booklet really breaks it down super simple what is what does what does the bread symbolize um, it talks about what the tabernacle means the the Eucharistic host that is present and and, and the uh, in adoration. What does that mean? So part of that booklet really goes into detail. How can we really experience more Jesus as we're in our mm-hmm. adoration? So this is a great opportunity uh, to have people just pray. Uh, main focus would be trying to accompany moms in needs, provide assistance to our ministries. Many times we we focus on the service part, uh, but not too much on the prayer. Right. So this is a great time starting the whole year to really focus on prayer um, and get all that uh, uh, down or get get re-energized as we go through the year uh, and doing these acts of service uh, in our communities. And, you know, it, 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 it's interesting because, you know, so many events in January have been wrapped around the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, the January 22, and uh, indeed it's gone. It is. There's no longer. I mean, that anniversary still exists, but it's it's we're not we're not adding a new number to it every year. No. Um, we we will see because uh, I think I think there was a lot of misunderstanding that uh, Roe v. Wade, if if it were overturned, that that would end abortion in the United States, and of course that's not the case. It, mm-hmm. it just. Uh, it, it it didn't end abortion. It uh, just kicked it back to the states, and a number of states are, are have or are making laws uh, restricting. Some have come real close to an outright ban. Uh, others have have you know set fifteen weeks and different different things like that. And then there are states like California who have have, have taken that and and really run the other direction, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, to uh, put put abortion right into the state constitution, and and so um, it, it remains to be seen how this will all play out. Play out, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, but it's not a you know it's not a baseball game. You know that's a, that's no. the thing. You know it's like oh well we traded for him and we got a new shortstop and and uh, yeah how's that all going to play out but but <laughs> this is this is is so different you know and and it is so so critical and it involves human life yes and that's one of the things that uh we're still going to be hosting our respect life mass on January uh, mm-hmm. 20th uh and we're tr- really trying to push into a conversation of 
not as, now that Roe vs. Wade got returned, but the fact that here in, in the States we made it um, a constitutional right, how do we move on uh, into that conversation of uh, protecting those who are most vulnerable, but at the same time uh, tackling other pro-life issues? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of the things that uh, during the month of January we're going to have a conversation with our young adults about uh, human trafficking here in, in the city of Sacramento. Sacramento is supposed to be one of the hot spots for human trafficking and in it, the whole country. And that's one of the things that I wasn't even aware of. I wasn't aware of it either until it was a few years ago we had a guest on this very program uh, talking about human trafficking. And I, I, mean, I thought, well, this is some general project, um, national or international, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it goes on, no question about it. I was completely unaware that Sacramento was high on the list. And coming from the Bay Area, I thought the Bay Area would have been a mm-hmm. really hot spot. Right. Um, but the fact that Sacramento was one of them as well, it, it just blew my mind. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it, it's been in the works. And, and what it tells you, too, is it's under the radar. for uh, mm-hmm. for I mean, uh, you and I pay attention to a lot of issues. It's under the radar. We're not seeing it. And that's one of the things that we've been trying to work on is trying to bring this into the light. Because... Uh, uh, I mean, I just learned it last year. Um, some of my colleagues are just barely learning about it uh, a few weeks ago that it's, it's a hot issue. And uh, I think we should bring it into the line and have a conversation about it. Um, and that's one of the things we're trying to push in the Respect Life community is tackling other issues that are affecting the dignity of, of our human beings or human life. And how do we address those needs, uh, especially because it's an issue that hasn't been talked about. So we, we right. need to understand what the gravity of it of, of the issue is first and how we can uh, get involved. I know one of the conversations that we're going to have is um, how can young adults get involved or uh, fight against it or stand up to uh, exactly. human trafficking? Uh, it might be something maybe simple, um, but it might not. Uh, so that's one of the things that we're, we're going to have. Uh, Molly Sheehan from the Catholic Conference uh, give us a, uh, a perspective from her uh, how uh, the Catholic Conference will be introducing this topic to us and what can we do as a church and hopefully throughout the year we'll bring uh, more topics and more speakers on on how we can tackle this issue and I know the workshop that it got me uh, introduced into this whole realm of human trafficking was the fact that uh, sometimes they started as early as middle school I know. Which for me, it's I, just it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's I mean, I would think parents would have more control on what uh, their children are doing, but the fact that they're being targeted as well, primary you know, it, victims, it, it, it's 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 funny, Moises. You know, I, I I've got six kids and of uh, uh, various ages, and and I'll tell you, occasionally you'll they'll they'll bring a friend home, or or you'll you know of acquaintances kids at school even down in fourth fifth sixth grade that are you know where's mom and dad where do you go where do you go after school where you know and you can see that they're they're not in that traditional role which that's alarming yeah very very alarming <coughs> moises uh um it is always great to talk to you no thank you Bob, you for having your family have a Happy and holy and Merry Christmas. And uh, oh, thank you. We'll look forward to seeing you in the new year. We will. We will. Merry Thanks. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for listening, everyone. God bless. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour. Uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about Uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org.
is moving. 